how you doing how you feeling welcome to this week's episode of search and report i am your host true fernie and without further ado let's get straight into the news first of all how you doing it's been a while sorry i've been out of town for the past week and i was a little bit sick and i'm still kind of a little bit sick um don't worry it's not the rona y'all you know i know you care no you don't but uh yeah it's just a little sore throat so i was unable to speak you know you even heard my voice quiver there a little bit but uh yeah that's why i haven't been uh releasing videos over the past week or so but we're back we're back with a vengeance shout out batman i just saw batman uh last week it was pretty lit it's okay a lot of people are hyping it up i think it's just an okay movie and i know people are gonna hate on me but i don't care I think it's, it's, it's okay movie. I think we should just stop it with Batman. And, you know, DC has to do the MCU thing and just f progress the story. Because I'm tired. I'm tired of the same old thing over and over again. Okay, whatever. What have I been playing? I'm, I'm just going to cut to the chase and, you know, not to be redundant or anything. I've been playing a lot of Elden Ring. <laughs> just like half of the population, half of the gaming population um, I'm really enjoying this game. I am, uh, as you know, a sort of a Dark Souls newbie. I did play Dark Souls 1 and I played Dark Souls 3 a couple of months ago. And a couple of years ago, actually, I started kind of like delving into uh, Dark Souls, the Soulsborns game. And to be honest, I didn't like them. I didn't like them mostly because obviously the difficulty and I feel like just the linearity of how those games were designed. If you were to encounter a main boss that is extremely difficult, it's proven to be difficult, you're kind of stuck at a standstill, you know? And Elden Ring, that, I think that's one of the biggest pros about Elden Ring. It makes it so you can enjoy the Souls experience without being limited by the Souls experience, if that makes any sense. Um, I'll tell you what, this game made me want to replay Breath of the Wild, but I mean that in a very good sense. There hasn't been a game that made me feel that sense of wonder and exploration ever since Breath of the Wild back in 2017. And I know that the comparisons between Elden Ring and Breath of the Wild are cliche at best right now, at worst, I should say. But to be honest, like it, it's it's a game that, that draws a lot from Breath of the Wild, and and I like it. It draws from it. And it builds upon it. I'm not saying that it's copying. I'm saying that it's building upon it. And Elden Ring is an astronomically good game. It is one of the best games I've played in a long time. Straight up. I, I don't know how else to say. I'm not hyping it up just to hype it up. I'm not a Souls fan. I'm not a diehard Souls fan. And I'm fucking loving this game. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. Um, Elden Ring just brings back that wonder that I've been missing from my life as far as open world games. There's been a lot of controversy surrounding the game, specifically with uh, UX design, UI design, uh, quests design. But to be honest, all of those complaints kick them in the burner because if you know where they're coming from, you know they're the least they're the least qualified people to be giving these uh, criticisms to from software. But first off, pros about this game, the difficulty. Like I said, when you experience a difficult boss in previous Dark Souls games or Soulsborne's games, you were kind of stuck because the game was designed in a sort of linear dungeon fashion that you had to beat that certain boss to progress the story or progress in the dungeon or whatsoever. 
no longer no longer is that the case here yes it is a difficult game elden ring still is a dark souls game it is a souls like game it is going to be difficult there's something that one of my uh friends online one of my online friends shout out to ed what the fuck it said um well wtf it said i don't know how he says it but um shout out to him make sure to follow him on twitch he said yo this is a souls game be prepared to fail it's okay to fail. You're going to fail. And I feel there's a disconnect between people who have been giving it a lot of criticism, um, Elder, giving uh, Elden Ring a lot of criticism. I think it stems from them just not having a lot of patience. Now, I'm not going to say, I'm not going to delve too much into the accessibility discussion because um, obviously I think everybody and everybody, anyone should be able to play games, pick up and play games. But have we forgotten about Super Mario? Have we forgotten about the first Zelda? Have we forgotten how those games were designed to kick your ass? Those were hard games. Those were challenging games. Half of the fun about difficult games is getting over the challenge. And Elden Ring makes that so accessible. No longer you have to be forced to fight a certain enemy if that enemy keeps killing you over and over and over again. You can turn around, you can run past it, and you can level up. That is it. That is all there is to this game. Of course, there is some skill behind it, dodging um, and whatnot. Uh, kind of, there's a little bit of a, a real-time strategy element to it, and like you got to really pick and choose what kind of attacks you're going to use. Um, you know, if this certain, uh, for example, this certain boss is a rock has rock skin, you got to choose the perfect weapon for that type of skin, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So there is sort of a, a a challenge to the game but it's not it's not as unforgiving as it was in past games i don't think it is i'm a total idiot when it comes to these sort of games that i mean i i dropped all the souls games because i just they were just too difficult for me and i wasn't enjoying them this is the first souls games where i'm like yo I'm, i can't wait to play like right now i wish i was playing honestly i wish i was playing right now instead of recording this video and this podcast to be honest but um, yeah, difficulty is way more accessible than it has been in previous games. I will say that. And the game makes it so easy for you to level up and come back. There's no linearity to the game. It's go as you please. If you want to go to the far left side of the map and level up killing goats, you can go ahead and do that. If you want to go to the far east side of the game, of the map, you know, shout out to Kaylid. Hey, that's up to you. You're going to get your ass kicked, but hey. It'll give you more runes that you can level up, and it's going to be great. So yes, difficulty is a lot more accessible in that way. Now, exploration. Jesus Christ, man. I love open world games that just put you on the map and say, go explore. That's why I love Breath of the Wild. That's why I love Elden Ring. Elden Ring literally opens you up and says, hey, go ahead and do whatever you want. You can go, if you want to go to the far stretches of this map, Go ahead and do it. You're going to get your ass kicked, but you can go ahead and do it. So exploration just feels so natural and it feels so exciting. Like finding yourself, you know, just randomly, accidentally stumbling into a dungeon, stumbling into a castle and figuring out that that's a dungeon itself and that there's bosses in it. There's all kinds of different enemies. You know, the, the, the enemy designs in this games, I'll talk about it a little bit more are amazing just jesus christ everything in this game um as far as character wise as far as uh um just art styles it's, it's just amazing in my opinion it is a beautiful game in that sense 
But just the exploration is very well rewarded. It, that sense of wonder that Breath of the Wild made me feel is back in this game. Why? Because it doesn't hold your hand. It doesn't tell you where to go next. It doesn't tell you where the next dungeon is. There is nothing pointing you in that direction. The only thing that points you to where you, you know, the general direction you should be heading into are the sites of grace. The sites of grace emit this sort of like, I don't know what to call it. It's kind of like a gassy light. <laughs> I know that sounds kind of weird, but they kind of direct you where you have to go next. And they usually direct you um, to the closest next area of interest that you should definitely check out. But besides that, it's just, you know, go ahead and, hey, if you want to go up that mountain, you can go ahead and go do it. That's another thing I want to talk about. Exploration. It's not all roses. It's, you know, it has its, its issues. Environments. Environments are some of the best I've ever seen in an open world game. Every single detail in this game is beautiful. Every single detail in the environments is beautiful. The castle's architecture, um, the weapons, the, the, the dungeons, everything feels so rich and so well thought out by the by the developers that I'm just like I'm I've been I've had to stop and look around myself a few times because I'm like hey did you see how well crafted these stone pillars are hey did you see how amazingly beautiful that castle in the distance looks you can tell there's very much details in the statues and the gargoyles in that castle it's just beautiful. It's amazing, the environments in this game. The environments in the dungeons, they all make you feel like the sense of dread. It, it's just beautiful. It's it's amazing. Sound design, off the rip, one of the best sound design games I've ever had the pleasure of playing. Beautiful, all around. Enemy designs are some of the greatest things about Souls games. And this game does not disappoint. Jesus, just a slight spoiler, not really, this is more of a common enemy, but I remember walking up to a kind of woody, woodsy area um, at the bottom of a kind of like a, a stone pillar, and I kept hearing this, this song like playing, it was, it was of, of a woman vocalizing, a woman kind of singing a, a very enchanting song, and I was like, yo, this is kind of beautiful, is this a... Is this a friend? Should I approach these uh these this woodsy area? And of course, there was a few enemies on there. They're kind of like huge bats. I kill them off, and then the song stops. And what comes out of the woods is a bat with the head of an old woman. I was like, yo, what the hell is going on? I was impressed. I was like, yo, okay, wow, this is an extremely fantastical world that i'm in and i'm scared as hell the enemy designs the boss designs i won't go too much into the lore because a lot of it is very confusing that's how souls games are to me at least i'm not i don't have the brain capacity to understand the lore but the boss designs are amazing um just simple mobs are are amazingly designed um the trolls even that you experience in the early game it just has left me in awe. It just left me in awe. And I, I I remember just being so, shout out to this big word, flabbergasted, just experiencing the first troll under uh, jump on top of me from a big ass bridge. I was like, okay, I'm in for a treat in this game. So yeah, design as far as style, uh, art styles, uh, enemy character design is just amazing. It's beautiful.
Um, multiplayer, you know, regardless of some of the gripes that I have from a technical standpoint, which I'll talk about a little bit uh, further ahead, it's a very fun experience playing this game with friends. Exploring feels exciting, and even though the boss fights are a little bit less challenging, they do have more health, the bosses, when you're playing multiplayer, but still they're a little less challenging in my opinion. They're not less rewarding because, hey, you're having fun with your friends killing a king or a beast with like 16 horns. That's not a spoiler. I'm being vague as hell. But just, just, just whenever you beat a big boss with your friends, it feels so rewarding. It feels so exciting. It doesn't take away from the experience. It's just amazing to me. It, it's beautiful. I love playing co-op. It's mostly how I've been playing Elden Ring, to be honest. I've beaten a couple of the bosses by myself, but I'm going to be honest. If I wasn't playing with a, a level 90 and a level... God, what is he? I don't remember what Pat is. I think he's like 80. I think he's around 80. If I wasn't playing with those two dudes, I would not be so far into the game. I would probably still be stuck in the first boss. And I might have quit the game at that point. Or I would have just probably kept grinding, to be honest. Um, but that are basically some of the more pros just based off first impressions um i might do a full-on review of elden ring of course with more i'm um, talking about more of the positives but uh this is just first impressions first uh thoughts as far as pros now cons exploration i know i put it in the pros list but there is a lot of issues that i have with exploration in this game climbing actually i don't have a lot it's just that one climbing why is climbing so restrictive Climbing can sometimes make the, you know, the exploration feel very limited. You know, there's no verticality. And, and I tweeted about this saying that one thing that I will give Breath of the Wild over Elden Ring as far as exploration goes is the verticality. You, in Breath of the Wild, you can climb any and everything that you see is climbable. There is nothing out of your reach. In Elden Ring, if there's no uh, stepping stones, if there's no tombstones sticking out of the out of the mountain, there's no way you're going to climb that thing. So it just feels very restrictive in that sense. And I think if the developers would have just added some sort of mechanic, climbing mechanic in that sense, added a stamina bar. There is already a stamina bar, actually. But if they were to just like connected those two things, I think it would have been a great a, a 10 out of 10 as far as exploration goes, in my opinion. Now, multiplayer. Multiplayer is one of the biggest gripes I have with this game. Even though I said it is one of the most fun co-op experiences I've ever had, it is the most annoying thing to join a multiplayer session. Having to put down your sign on the floor or having you to use a, 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 a craft a uh, an item and use it for you to be able to see the, the multiplayer, the summon signs on the floor of your friends or of strangers is a little bit annoying. It's a little bit restrictive. Why won't you just let me join my friends in their worlds at the click of a button? If they're online, I should be able to join them automatically. It is a little bit restrictive. It also sucks that every time you die or every time you beat a boss, you have to, uh, you know, you get disconnected and you have to reconnect the session, join the session. So it is a little bit restrictive. It's a little bit dumb. I will say also not being able to use your mount not being able to uh, sit at a campfire, sorry, a, a side of grace and mess around with your equipment, mess around with your armor. It just puts a lot of uh, 
has you put a lot of thought before you actually join the session saying like hey i might i'm gonna we're gonna, gonna fight this area we're gonna be in this area i might have to use this sort of armor this sort of attack weapon etc etc so i don't know it just feels restricted because you i mean this is a, this is a world you're exploring for the first time with your friends you don't know what's coming up so you can't really prepare yourself before joining a session at the side of grace for what's coming because you don't know you're exploring the game with your friends they should be the, they should give you the liberty for you to change your armor sit in a, a side of grace and you know just mess around with your equipment that's 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 all in my opinion um besides that as a conclusion um i think elden ring is game of the year i think if breath of the wild 2 doesn't come out i think even if breath of the wild 2 comes out i don't think it will be I hope I'm wrong, and I hope it is as innovative as Elden Ring is, um, but it's going to be hard. Elden Ring is a top-notch game. It's beautiful. It's amazing. It's captivated me. It's made me into a Souls game fan, something I never thought I'd become. Um, I don't know. I might have to look into Bloodborne. I might have to look into Sekiro, to all those games, but hey, me, a Nintendo noob, a, a, a person who loves easy games, has fell in love with Elden Ring. That sort of has to tell you something. But yeah, if you haven't played Elden Ring, I recommend you go buy it. It's only $50. I got it at 50, for $50 on um, PS5 at Walmart. So come on. It's cheaper than a, a, a AAA game that came out a few weeks before Elden Ring, which I'm not going to talk about. A little bit of shade. I don't care. <laughs> okay. Excuse me. Besides that, I've been playing Curvy and the Forgotten Land. Uh, the, Curvy and the Forgotten Land, as we all know, is coming out on March 25th. And Nintendo recently released a demo for the game. And I will say, I'm very excited. This game is basically Super Mario 3D World, but for Curvy. And with Curvy abilities. And it is amazing. Mouthful mode. Ew. I hate that name, but what can you do? is a really cool mechanic i enjoyed it a lot i think some of the uh transformations that curry can get into are a little bit surprising are a little bit creative are a little bit funny and it just feels like a very refreshing game and i can't wait to play it it's a beautiful game it looks beautiful the environments are beautiful i couldn't believe it was running on the switch because jesus it's just it, it's a beautiful game it, it, there's a lot of polish in in uh curvy curvy in the forgotten land i'll tell you that it's a beautiful game I recommend you go ahead and play the demo if you're not convinced about the game, but this is going to be a day one buy for me. I don't know if I'm going to play it as soon as I buy it because I'll probably still be playing Elden Ring, but it's I can tell you it's going to be a top contender for family gaming this year. And besides that, I've been replaying Breath of the Wild because Elden Ring inspired me to replay Breath of the Wild. I mean, yeah, Breath of the Wild. I don't know what to tell you, man. Breath of the Wild is one of my favorite games of all time. It is a great game. This is my fifth time playing it. And it, there's a lot of things that I keep also like being reminded like, oh, this was in the game. I forgot about this. Oh, this happens in the game. It's just, it's amazing. I, I don't know. I can't talk about a game that's five years old again as if it's something new. I'm just replaying Breath of the Wild. It's a beautiful game. It's a great game. It, there's a reason why it won game of the year. If you haven't played it, what what the hell are you doing? What are you doing? Honestly. Oh, okay, now that we got all that out of the way, let's get straight into our first news item of the week. 
Today, I missed a few things, but I'm going to talk about the most important parts of the past two weeks. We got a huge leak. And of course, with this huge leak also comes, again, rumors of the Switch Pro. This thing will never die. I think the Switch Pro, um, the Switch Pro rumors are probably going to live longer. Like ever since we've been talking about the Switch Pro, I think they're going to be longer than the actual lifespan of the Switch Pro if it ever comes out. But if you didn't know, um, there was a massive, massive NVIDIA leak, leak um, that happened uh, over the past couple of weeks, uh, I would say. Um, there was a cyber attack that happened for uh, at NVIDIA. Um, here, Tech Power Up uh, reports, the mother of all cyber attacks hit NVIDIA over the weekend, putting our out critical driver source code, the ability to disable LHR for mining, and even insights into future NVIDIA hardware, such as the Blackwell architecture. An anonymous tipster sent us this screenshot showing the list of files they claim are the source code of DLSS. The list, which, include, which looks credible enough, includes C++ files, headers, and assets that make up DLSS. There's also a super convenient programming guide document to help developers make sense of the code and build correctly. Our tipsters who sent this screenshot are examining the code to see the inner workings of DLSS and whether there's any secret sauce. Do note that this is DLSS version 2.2, so a reasonably recent version including the latest DLSS 2.2 changes. This, I mean, I'm not going to go into the technical aspect of it, but there is a full list of, uh, there's a screenshot of a full list of DLSS code, uh, source files, and whatnot. And with this, as we all know, Nintendo does partner with NVIDIA. They do uh, a lot of the processing chips. If I think they do all, yeah, they do the processing chips for the Switch. Um, and people have started to speculate that in these files, there may be a hint that they are working on the Switch Pro of some sort. Here, Nintendo Live reports that the Switch Pro trends on social media after the massive NVIDIA leak reignites speculation. Um, so, uh, wait, here, hold on. The takeaway here is that NVIDIA may or may not be working on tech for a Switch follow-up, and even if it does lead to anything, it's not exactly a surprise. Nintendo has reiterated time and time again that it's how it's always researching new technologies, although it's also been saying for the past year now that it's only halfway through the Switch's life cycle. Hardware it believes can go the distance compared to previous generation systems. Data miner and Twitter user NWPlayer123 has provided a summary of the findings, noting how they could potentially be evidence of a pro model system rather than a next-gen Nintendo platform. I honestly don't think we're getting a successor for the Switch. Not until five years down the line. I think Nintendo's going to squeeze out the Switch, you know, the design of the Switch, whether that be in, in the form of a Switch Pro model, whether that be of a revised version, I think the Switch is, is probably going to live a little over 10 years time. And I'm saying that as far as like uh, software goes, as far as the generation goes, I think they will extend this to 10 years. I hope, I hope so they do. Because if, if history proves itself to be true, backwards compatibility is not going to be a thing in the next uh, iteration of Nintendo's console. And I'm really afraid because I have a lot of games on the Switch. But here, the Twitter user said, NVIDIA leaks have NVN2, which seems to be the graphics API for the Switch Pro, 
based on Ampere with ray tracing support and DLSS 2.2. If you don't know, DLSS is sort of an AI that kind of upscales graphics, um, upscales resolution of games. So even though the game isn't being processed in 4K, DLSS kind of makes up for that and creates, you know, processes a 4K image. Um, so it does, I, I don't understand too much of the technical side of it, but I, I think it makes it so less powerful hardware is able to replicate 4K graphics in a sense. It's all done internally. I don't know. I'm not a nerd. Um, there's uh, here, uh, the data miner further says there's also references to T234 slash T239. So this leak checks out. Even more evidence it's a delayed Switch Pro and not a next gen platform, especially since the president said the Switch is in the middle of its life. I do want to reiterate, and I'll always re reiterate, I don't like talking about rumors because half the time they're not true. And speculation and all this thing can get pretty nasty. Um, Nintendo nerds, gaming nerds in general, are pretty nasty sometimes when it comes to rumors not being true. Um, but this is all coming off of an NVIDIA leak, an NVIDIA DLSS source code leaked. And I think it has a little bit more, uh, uh, you know, it has a little bit more of a, a credibility just because it is a leak. It is a straight up leak. It is source code leaked. And of course, it's no surprise that Nintendo is working either on the revision or whatever comes next for the Switch. The Switch is on its fifth year. The most hardware con you know, hardware consoles, Jesus, call talk about redundant. Most consoles uh, have a lifespan of seven to eight years, if not less sometimes. Uh, sorry about that. <laughs> My camera just died. Uh, but yeah, it, it, I don't know. This this just feels like it's, it's the next iteration. And we know Nintendo's been working it for a long time. Hey, I hope it's true. I don't much care for 4K. I play most of my Switch games nowadays handheld. If I'm not streaming, it's all handheld. And it looks great. It looks great on the Switch Lite. It looks great on my base model Nintendo Switch. I have the one before the red box. It still looks great. I don't have an OLED. I'm not spending money on an OLED. So, uh, yeah, I could I couldn't care less. I couldn't care less about a Switch Pro, but this was newsworthy in my opinion, and I'm talking about it. So this is my show. So, you know, if you don't want to listen to, hey, press pause and, and come back because, you know, I need the, the, the viewership. Whatever. Okay. <laughs> uh, on Next on our final news item, um, this is going to be a short uh, search and report. I'm trying to keep these a little bit more uh, summarized because I don't want to have a two hour long podcast i just i just wouldn't listen to myself for two hours if i'm being honest <laughs> but uh yo if you didn't know pokemon loves to release games every year or so and unfortunately they always kind of disappoint in my opinion um pokemon company has a weird schedule it all kind of like follows suit to the anime and lo and behold we're getting a new generation for Pokemon right off the bat I don't know how to feel about this I don't know if I'm liking I don't know if I'm gonna like this I don't know if I'm a fan of this uh of course I'm excited because it's a Pokemon game I love Pokemon um but do I think it's too early we got gen 8 in 2019 we're getting gen 9 three years later I don't know I just don't think it might I don't know this might be the 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 longest we've gone in between generations uh 
not really. Don't quote me on that. I'm not a Pokemon uh, master, Pokemon expert, but I don't know. The, to me, these releases always feel so rushed. They always feel kind of incomplete. And, and as much as I try to be hyped because I love Pokemon, I, I grew up with Pokemon. I adored the, the latest entries in Pokemon. I love, hey, I love Pokemon Sword and Shield. I don't know what to tell you. I love Pokemon Legends Arceus. I love Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu. I I kind of like the remakes of Brilliant Diamond and Shiny Pearl. They're not the great, they're the greatest, but I never got to play those original games. So um, yeah, I don't know. It's really hard for me to be excited for this, but we did. We're again. Let me shut the fuck up and let me just fucking talk about the damn new generation. So Pokemon presents here. The Pokemon.com website says this is this is a press release, by the way. Pokemon Scarlet and Pokemon Violet are coming to Nintendo Switch. The latest Pokemon Presents reveals new titles, an update, an update to Pokemon Legends Arceus, and more. February 27th is Pokemon Day, the day that the Pokemon Red and Pokemon Green games first launched in Japan in 1996. Yeah, yeah, we know all that. The presentation gave us our first look at the Pokemon Scarlet and Pokemon Violet games, the next Pokemon RPGs that are coming to Nintendo Switch later this year, along with many more updates about other Pokemon uh, titles. Uh, the end of the Pokemon Presents presentation gave us a first look. Okay, we already went over that. Uh, we, this is an upcoming open world adventures for the Nintendo Switch with a new region to explore and new Pokemon to discover. These next entries in the Pokemon RPG series should excite Pokemon fans everywhere. I don't know what to tell you, Pokemon. I'm not that excited, but it's cool. Uh, yes, we're getting a new uh, generation. We're getting Pokemon Scarlet and Pokemon Violet. First of all, I don't know how to feel about this. I don't know how to feel about the uh, the naming conventions. Scarlet is another word for red, you know. If you didn't, if you went to high school in, in America. You know, you know, the Scarlet Letter, that book, a woman had to use a red letter on her chest because she was so, so I don't remember the story, actually. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. I only went to Amer an American school for one year, <laughs> for my last year of high school. But Scarlet is a synonym for red. Then, why is its counterpart called Pokemon Violet? Pokemon Violet is purple. And if this is a nod to Pokemon Red and Blue, wouldn't you want to call the other iteration of Pokemon Scarlet, Pokemon Cobalt, Pokemon Azure, which I think is a better name, because first of all, Azure means blue, I think, in Italian. I know these this new generation is going to take place, I think, in the Iberian Peninsula, which is Spain slash Port Portugal. I don't know how they're going to play into that, but I don't know. I think like using a Spanish word, a romance language word for the word for the word blue, I think would be way better than violet. I don't know. Just my two cents. I just hate. I just hate it. I hate violet. And that's probably the game I'm going to buy. I think I'm, I think I'm going to do violet and not scarlet because I don't like I like red, but not that much. I just hate the font on Pokemon Scarlet. Um, but we did get um, at least a first look at the. Uh, uh, let me let me look at the look for the trailer real quick. Um, we did get a full length trailer announcement for Pokemon Scarlet and Pokemon Violet. 
And to be honest, they said that this is the uh, this is the uh, it's gonna be fully open world. So that's exciting. Um, it kind of obviously it takes a lot from Pokemon Legends Arceus, uh, from what we saw. And uh, it looked they they've they've said that this is a fully open world. We'll have to see. Um, I don't know. I think the game looks kind of rough, in my opinion. It looks like a mixture between uh, Pokemon uh, Sword and Shield and Pokemon Legends Arceus. I don't know. I I'm still not convinced about it. I'm still not convinced about the graphics. I don't think they look that great. It honestly kind of looks recycled from Pokemon Legends Arceus. I don't blame them. Of course, they got you know this, these games have a a quick turnover. But I don't know. I don't know how to feel about this game so far. To me, it looks super rough. I'm not a big fan. I think uh, let's hope the open world is actually open world and it's not just you know another wild area in between. Uh, but we'll have to see. We'll have to see. This main plaza reminds me so much of a uh, uh, Delfino Plaza. But yeah, I, I hope I'm wrong. I hope I eat all my words um, and I hope this is a great game. But yes, this game is clearly based off of the Iberian Peninsula of Spain and Portugal. Portugal, España, España. Shout out to my Spaniards. Uh, but yes, uh, I don't know how to feel about it. I'm kind of excited. At the same time, I'm kind of not. But we'll have to see. I hope I, I you know, eat my, my doo-doo words. But folks, that's it. That's it for this week. Um, this was a short uh it wasn't it wasn't necessarily a a kind of dry uh news uh, a couple of weeks, but um I kind of want to focus more of the topics that I talk about. So that's what I'm I'm gonna start doing. I'm gonna start doing just the things that I really, really want to talk about. And this two weeks was just the NVIDIA leak, which I think is a huge news. And also the new Pokemon Scarlet and Violet entries because, of course, huge Pokemon fan. But folks, I've been True Fernie. Please, if you like this podcast, Search and Report, please rate us and review us on Spotify. If you're listening to the auto version, audio version, just search on Spotify for search and report. You'll see our logo is a Game Boy with the word search and report. I can assure you that we are the only gaming news podcast with that name. Also, you can look, you can listen to this, watch this uh, on a video version over on my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Drewferny, um, where I upload all kinds of videos, video essays, video reviews reaction to gaming uh stuff so please make sure to follow me over there i also have a spanish uh gaming channel which i really have to keep adding some stuff to it um if you didn't know recently i quit my job um i'm off the corporate world for a little bit um i'm still obviously i'm still working but uh, on my own time doing some freelancing gigs there's a little bit of a personal news but um yeah so i'm, I'm kind of hunkering down and just kind of like focusing more my youtube channel trying to uh, ideate some more ideas ideate some ideas ideate that i hate that word i don't know why i keep using it that's such a corporate word uh, but i'm trying to come up with more video ideas so i have a more consistent flow of content so be on the lookout for more content on both my main channel and my spanish channel additionally please make sure to follow me on twitch where i stream now pretty regularly i've been playing elden ring non-stop i'm gonna keep playing elden ring until we beat it uh, but yeah 
your support over there is greatly, greatly appreciated since it's a lot easier to monetize support on Twitch than it is YouTube currently. Also, please make sure to follow me on social media. Twitter is where I spend most of my waking hours. Just search for uh, True Fernie. You'll see my big, big ass, big ass, ugly ass face over there. And yeah, make sure to join our Discord channel. Our Discord channel, Discord server. I always say channel. Our Discord server, which the link is down in the description below if you're watching the video version, where we talk anything and everything gaming, anime, TV, movies, anything that might interest you as my viewer. But folks, please take care of each other. But most importantly, take care of yourself. Pokemon, take a break. Think stuff through, please, before you go out and like put these games out. Please. I know I'm asking a multi-billion dollar company to do the complete opposite of making money, but please, take a chill pill. You just released Arceus. You just released BDSP. Relax. All right, peace.